Hey, yo, nuance, what up, bro? All right, you're on. Yeah, man, it seems like it. Yeah, yeah, you are. We're recording. We're recording live right now. Oh, no shit, that's right. Yeah, we are. We are, we are live. Going to do a little bit of tra- draft talk. NFL draft. Um, we're here with Dave. Uh, you know, our resident, our resident pot smoker, uh, our, our resident Giants fan, our resident uh, Kyler Murray enthusiast. <laughs> you know, uh, we, 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 we have a lot to talk about here. Um, so, Dave, you know, we'll start off with the Giants. Now, that, now, what is it that you want the Giants to do in this draft? <laughs> it's very simple. It's very simple. We got We got to. We got to get a quarterback this draft. Um, the Giants need a quarterback this draft. Very badly. Uh, Haskins or Murray, either one of them would do. Um, the only way to get those guys at like the eight pick, I think, is to trade up. And. Um, I think there's a very simple solution to this. Um, the Raiders seem like a team that you want to go with in this trade. Um, I'm not sure if they really need a quarterback. They're going to take a guy themselves, and we'd have to look at other avenues. But if the Raiders are willing to settle on Carr for this season in the future, then you could easily make that trade with the Giants, with, with the Raiders, and, and flip-flop picks with, with the four and eight. And if, 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 they want a, if they want a chance at Odell Beckham, uh, we could even throw in Odell Beckham. Uh, for those guys, we'll flip flop picks four and eight. We'll give you Beckham. There go everybody's happy. And if that didn't work out, then there's probably another way we could go about that. What do you think about it? Um, I th- I think the Raiders are a perfect trade partner for um from for a couple teams. I think the Giants makes the most sense. Um, you know, I think the two teams that really need a quarterback is the Giants and the Jaguars. The Jaguars desperately desperately want out of this Blake Bortles marriage, and what the Jaguars are evaluating here is at at their pick, which I think is the 11th pick or the ninth uh, or or the, or the 12th pick. They're looking at this here as who is Daniel Jones the guy for me, or is Dwayne Haskins the guy for me, or do I really think Kyler Murray is the guy? And if Kyler Murray does get taken to the Cardinals in the first, because there's been rumors about trading Josh Rosen getting out of this early in one year in in, in in Cliff Clingsbury, who is a Kyler Murray enthusiast just like us, taking him at one, which could completely, you know, like change the whole prospect of the draft. But I, I, I don't see that happen. I see the Raiders making a trade with the Giants, moving back four spots, maybe acquiring Odell Beckham, maybe acquiring another pick, Maybe saying, you know what, let's get two in the second round and 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 and, and get a late round, fourth round pick for next year and call it a deal. We it, it all depends what the Raiders want to do here. I think the Raiders are looking at it like if we get Beckham, great, but if not, we have to we have to acquire assets to to grab Antonio Brown. We need a receiver, and I and I don't think Gruden likes young receivers. They traded Amari Cooper, a young receiver who wasn't getting Gruden's offense, got traded to Dallas, had had probably the best season of his career in Dallas, and it, he just didn't fit. Where, whereas I see the Raiders making this deal with and trading back to either acquire assets to get Antonio Brown or trading to, to, to swap picks and then giving up a pick to get Odell Beckham. Either way, I see that happening. I don't think it's just going to be Odell Beckham for the fourth pick. But I do see that, like, they can swap, and then the, in the back end, the Raiders could give them either the Bears or Dallas's pick. <clears throat> Beckham seems like a Raider too, doesn't he? He just he seems like a guy that should be that that that, that would that would fit the mold in 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 black and silver. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, the back end pick, the back end pick is 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 interesting. Um, I look. I, if if we're getting if we're getting a quarterback, then that, I, think, I think that alone is 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 uh is is thro- throwing in Beckham would have to be part of the deal. Um, yes, I don't think just trading four and eight 
it is good enough. Obviously, we need more, just like you said. Maybe, maybe something in the second. They add throw, throw something in in the fourth, you know, and give you more assets. And 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 if it could get done that way without giving up the first round pick next year, then I'm all for it. But uh, yeah. But but I I would I would I think I would. I also came up with another scenario where where if the Giants were to trade this year, swap swap your four and eights, and um maybe uh, take one of your back-end picks for this year. That way the Giants could draft two in the first round for this year and give up our first for next year. And and, uh, and that would be – I think that would actually work out too. Um, the Giants could really just stock up on a talented quarterback. And, you know, you could go at receiver if we if we threw Beckham in or you could go linebacker uh, later on in the draft. Whatever whatever the, the third, fourth best tackle, I don't care. Um, the line needs help that way. But uh, I would be willing to, to part with a first-round pick next year uh, to draft two for this year. There's a lot of talent in the draft. You could help yourself out in a lot of areas, I think. Absolutely, and I don't, I don't, um, I don't think, I, I don't think this is out of the realm of possibilities for for the Raiders and Giants to get a deal done. I just think knowing, I, I think knowing the Raiders, they're gonna want a big name, either receiver or they're going to want to, uh, they're going to want a playmaker on the defensive side of the ball. I, I, but I don't see them swapping picks just for Olivier Vernon. Um, I, 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 maybe Evan Ingram, they might do that with. Um, if the Giants don't want to get rid of Beckham, Evan Ingram might be the second one where the Raiders have one tight end on their roster going into the off season and it's Lee Smith. So I, I, the Raiders do need, you know, Carl likes his tight ends, so maybe they build an offense around that with double tight end sets, one good receiver, and, and, and do it that way. But I think if they're going to make this deal done, I think it has to involve Beckham in one of those back-end picks because it's just the appeal of Odell on that team. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Uh, it, it, look, either way is at the end of the day, I think the Giants fans are are, are 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 more willing and susceptible to move on from Beckham if it took getting us uh, uh, getting an exciting player in at quarterback like Kyler Murray. And even if it is a Haskins, it still might be worth the trade because you could you could bring a receiver in off 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 of off of the street, and 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 guys can blossom out of nowhere. Look at Adam Thielen. Uh, for an example, yeah. um, uh, it's now that we got our now that the Giants have their running back in Barkley. As long as you have, I believe, a running back quarterback combination that are getting the job done, uh, I think is more vital and crucial to your team than having uh, a, a star receiver that every now and then drops playoff touchdowns. Oh. I absolutely 100% agree on that. Um, I, 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 think what, I think what they could do is if they get this back-end pick from the Raiders, they could go and get DJ Metcalf, um, who's, who's pegged to be one of the top receivers in this draft, who, you know, could be your, your next big receiver. He could be. But the thing is, is the Giants, with having Saquon Barkley, Evan Ingram, and Sterling Shepard, they can take a chance on a guy that they feel like, hey, he may need a year or two. He's got iffy hands. We can fix that with him, um, you know, or he doesn't run the cleanest routes, but we'll fix that with him. They could take a guy like that in the back end of the first round, work him and, and, and get him, you know, acclimated to the system, take their time with it because they don't need him to be the number one right away. And when a, when you get a rookie QB, it's, it's usually running backs and tight ends blossom the most in that offense. So, at this point, I would say, in, in my opinion, it's a great deal for the Giants to do this. Go and get Kyler Murray. He's, in my opinion, he's the only QB in this draft that is a once-in-a-generation QB who's a winner, who can go out there. I mean, he's got the he's got a quick release. He's got he's got a solid you know he's got a solid set of uh, athleticism. And he can throw the he can throw the deep ball. You know, he's a guy that can give you 50, 50 yard bombs down the field. I I totally agree. Uh, absolutely agree. One hundred percent. This kid, this kid seems to have all the tools. 
He just doesn't have the height, which seems to be a big criticism uh, uh, from, from analysts uh, everywhere. And um, I, I don't buy into that. I, I don't buy into the height aspect. I, I don't buy into, you know, th- this guy's 5'10". He might not be able to play in the NFL. All right, look, there's, there's, there's teams with 5'5", five 5'6", foot five, five foot running backs that made, made it to the NFL level. You know, if the athleticism can get you there, you can play in the league regardless of your height. Um, I, I've never been a big fan of that. Um, Doug Flutie being the case, the guy had a pro career forever, and all he did was produce. It may have, may have been in the Canadian League, but he's still getting paid to play, going against guys that are much bigger and much faster than he is. Uh, Kyler Murray, if you want to compare him to Doug Flutie, he's Doug Flutie with 10 times the speed and twice the arm size. And, and, and probably about the same size heart, which is a pretty big heart if you have a flutie size heart. So this kid is proven he's gone against some NFL caliber defenses in college and, 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 and NFL talent in college and made them look silly. Um, this kid definitely has all the tools. He's a five-star guy. Go figure coming out of, he's a baseball player. So, you know, he's got the five tools and he, I think that he can translate that to football very, very, very easily. Oh yeah, and it, you know the just watching the kid, and, and and this is what I what I've been saying about about this draft class, Dave. Is the big quarterbacks coming out this year? They all do something different that brings to the table, and, and I and I think it's a very great diverse group of quarterbacks. Whereas you're looking at Ryan Finley, if he would have came out last year, would have been a bona fide top fifteen pick. He's they're talking mid to mid to back end second round for this kid, <clears throat> and you look at other kids. You look Daniel Jones from Duke looks good. Um, the kid from uh, West Virginia looks looks all right. I, I mean, you got Haskins. There's there's a lot to there's a lot here where, where it makes me see like you may not have to move down to get a great QB, but like. The, the prize is Kyler Murray. And if you're the Giants, you hit you hit a home run last year for the fans with Saquon Barkley. And I can't – and I would – me personally, as a Raiders fan, even still, I would love to see Kyler Murray and Saquon Barkley together and what that dynamic will bring. <clears throat> you're exactly right. Uh, the, 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 there's quarterbacks up and down the board. This may be um, – this may be the this may the, be the first draft in a long time where there are a lot of projects in this as far as quarterbacks go in this draft. You've got about you've got about five guys in here that in 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 a year or two you, you could see really have really good NFL careers. Um, uh, Drew Locke being one of them, like you said. Um, uh, Haskins is at the top. Um, you mentioned uh, Jones and Finley. These 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 guys, you, they have the potential. The potential is definitely there, but the star caliber is already in Murray. And uh, just like you said, the Giants hit a home run with that, and the dynamic uh, that could be. Uh, look, every draft has 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 the guy that you're wondering if he's going to have that the guy career. You know, like a Curtis Enos or something like that. But mm-hmm. like then, then you have, uh, and then right behind him, you have guys that could possibly you know, be better. And it's, you know, Ryan Leaf, Pay Manning, every level of every position has a multitude of guys that are you wondering are going to be better than the best dude at that position. With that, you know, with that said, I mean, the Giants could easily uh, go with a tackle, you know, that, that, could, that could address an issue with the Giants and with their first round pick. And they can easily go with Locke or, or, or Finley or Jones and in the second round and get that guy. I mean, if Eli's your guy for the next, for next season, then yeah, it, it wouldn't be bad to have somebody sit down and give like, you know, have like an Alex Smith, Pat Mahomes type of learning curve going on for that first season. But again, uh, Rashad Penny, um, I, I, for, I forgot who else is. Uh, Royce Freeman being touted as guys that you that 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 could possibly uh, rival 
Saquon Barkley, people knew Barkley was the best in the draft, but there are guys that, that have the talent that could be right behind him. Well, yeah, these guys are talented. I'm going to take nothing away from them, but the number one guy is the number one guy for a reason. And if this kid Murray comes out of the combine and blows it away like Barkley did last year, then he's proving that he is the guy. And when you get the guy, it makes all the difference in the world for your franchise. Oh, yeah. And, and, and that's especially when you hit on a QB. And when I say hit, like, I mean, you, it doesn't even have to be a Tom Brady hit. Or a, or a Peyton Manning hit, but when you hit on a QB that consistently gets you in the playoffs, that is rejuvenating to your defense. It makes your job a lot easier going into drafts because you know you have your guy there. And now, you if the Giants can hit here, and now they got their running back for the next ten years, they have their quarterback for the next ten years, and they have the you know, and, and it's going to be fun to watch, and and it's going to bring Super Bowl opportunities for the Giants, in my opinion. The formula, the formula is definitely there. Uh, I, I think, I think with the new GM, with Dave Gettleman, and and with and with Pat Shermer's uh, uh, calm calmness, he seems to be the he's one of the calmest coaches I've ever seen. I think I think with that. With, the, with them two right there, they have the formula for a winner. They just need the ingredients. Yes. And, and, and right now, the, Kyler Murray, to me, seems like the main ingredient to this team's success. And if they can land him, and I'm, you know, I'm not one. I'm not the type to, 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 to New Orleans Saints, Ricky Williams our way into a player. I don't want to give up assets. I value my picks. And I, I, I just I just want to use them correctly. This kid, Kyler Murray, just like Saquon Barkley, we had the fortunate, fortunate, unfortunate season last year that landed as Barkley. Nobody wanted to see the Giants play that bad. Nobody wanted the Giants to be that bad. But since we were, we landed Barkley. And thank freaking goodness for that bad season, or at least that year to have a bad season. With that said, I, I don't want to see that again. I don't want to see a bad season, but I also value my draft picks. I, you know, which one do you, which one is, 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 if I weigh the scale, I'd rather not see that season again. So the draft picks, I think I can kind of give up if we have to, to avoid another crap season, to be honest. <laughs> give up what you got to give up to get the guy. Because I'll tell you what, if anybody traded up to get Barkley last year, I think they would have been very happy with what they had to give up to get. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent agree. I mean, with that being said, I want to transition into other draft talks and a lot of trades and free agency that's going down, you know, that, I, that the room has been swirling. Uh, one team that comes to mind is the Cleveland Browns are interested in trading down in the draft. And one of the assets that the Cleveland Browns are thinking about using is Jarvis Landry. I think that they're kind of out of love with that. It didn't really work as as they wanted it to. I think Baker Mayfield and Jarvis Land, like that's not the type of receiver you want. Um, so I think maybe getting out of there, probably maybe using that to trade down or perhaps trading trading the good picks with him. So I'm gonna give you I'm gonna I'm gonna give you four or five names that have been floating around in trading free agency where they're gonna go. You give me you give me a team where they're gonna end up. Let's 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 do it that way. So we'll start start with Jarvis Landry. Where do you think he goes? <clears throat> Jarvis Landry is a premier slot guy with fantastic hands. Oh boy, a team that could use him. I think I think I think he would I think he could fit the Houston Texans really well would be a great fit for Jarvis Landry and do um I mean if, if you could really do a lot with Hopkins even more with Hopkins if you got if you have a guy like Landry's hands roaming around the field I I I I agree with you there I'm going to stay in the south but I'm going to go the Indianapolis Colts I think you add that by Hilton in, in, in the breakout season of Eric Ebron, 
I, I think Andrew Luck would be very happy to have a guy like Javis Landry. Yeah, the Colts, the Colts would definitely work out for them. I mean, he, he could, he could over, if, regardless of where he goes to, he's going to open up uh, more of the field for the other receivers that are on it with him. And um, it, it's, you're right. I think probably more than anything, uh, Baker Mayfield, you know, it's, he's a kid coming up. And, and, and right now Landry needs a solidified quarterback that could get him the ball. Cause I think he can make, it, it would be a very nice relationship with him and, and, and a solid QB that could, that, that, that is willing to use him the way he needs to be. He's a very short intermediate guy. You know what I mean? The guy catches the ball across the middle and he'll, he'll just make plays for you. It's just, he needs the volume. And you saw that last year when he was with the dolphins, he got the volume. He had about 15 targets a game. And it was his best career yet, his best year in his career. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah, and I'm gonna go out on a limb and just say, he's never had a, he's never had a great QB. He has, and I'm not saying Baker Mayfield isn't going to be a great QB, but he's not a great QB yet. And I think he's going. I think Baker Mayfield's gonna do two, three years down the line. Baker Mayfield, that's all you're gonna hear about. Like this kid is. The real deal. He's not there yet. He does some amazing stuff, but Jarvis Landry doesn't fit a Baker Mayfield offense. So if you if you could trade that to the Colts, maybe get a maybe get a second first round, you know, maybe get a second second round pick. Take two seconds in your first try to you know take one of those seconds with your first trying to swap down to go and get something else that you need. Um, you know they got Najaku there. They got Callaway, who I think is a good receiver. Um, but I think they need that one more piece at receiver, maybe DJ Metcalf. I talk about him a lot. I think he's probably one of the guys that they're looking at and targeting. Um, but I, I just think maybe the Colts might be the guy to, to, to go and get Jarvis Landry. The second one on the list we got, of course, we're going to talk about the big man, Antonio Brown. And, and where does he end up this year? What are your thoughts on Antonio Brown? Oh, man. The thoughts of Antonio Brown. You know, I, to be honest, I'm not a Steelers fan, so I don't think much of Antonio Brown. But um, I, you know, I, it's what what is this? Talks of the Raiders are are, are interested in, in this guy. The Raiders um, are obsessed with him. I think it, I think it's almost stalkerish. <laughs> that's, that's what they're doing in Oakland. They're stalking people. Yeah, that's how gets it done. <laughs> Oh man, Gruden's hiding behind Antonio's tree. Oh man, all right. look, that's, that's, if it's, I tell you what, you know, look again, like Landry. If if you get a guy of an Antonio caliber, uh, Antonio Brown's caliber, he's he's you're, as as long as uh, as long as he fits what's going on there. I again. He, he, he will produce and your franchise can have success. Kind of like with the Landry. If he goes to Houston, Indianapolis, he's working with quarterbacks that can get him the ball. And they're going to – Brown is, 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 is almost like a it's, – it's funny. He's, he's, like, he's like a Beckham where he fits the mold. Um, I think like his – and not because he's a jerk uh, football player, but because his, his intensity will just fit the Oakland fan base. Perfect. You see, he's, he reminds me of a, a, a speedier, uh, go figure, um, Tim Brown um, is, is what he reminds me of. Um, just a guy that's, that's reliable, that you could send him anywhere in the field and he's going to catch the ball for you. And he's, and he's going to, and he's going to pick you apart, man. Like Tim Brown. I can remember a couple games watching the Raiders back in the day and he's, he was just the guy, man. He's Antonio Brown reminds me of Tim and if you give him Derek Carr, who is, I believe, the, the most accurate quarterback in the NFL, if, if you give him Derek Carr, then you could see actually Antonio Brown put up better numbers with the Raiders than he did with Pittsburgh. I agree. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I think the Raiders as well. But I'm going to throw, an, I'm going to throw a team out there that probably isn't getting talked about much and I think is the dark horse maybe to land them. And that's the Detroit that's the- that's you look a at, of course. That's a Katy Perry right there. You look at a team 
that needs a boost on offense really bad. They have an elite receiver in Kenny Galladay. The problem is it's very difficult to get someone of Kenny Galladay's size not to be double covered if you don't have another receiver there to help take the, take the load off. Antonio Brown fits that mold. You look at what Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster did this year with Antonio Brown being the number two, opening up the field. I think Kenny Galladay will have a similar season in that case if the Detroit, if the Detroit Lions go in there and acquire Antonio Brown. That is an interesting and intriguing place to land. Um, uh, <laughs> even more so than the Raiders. I mean, they were already set up with Kerryon Johnson as their future back. And, and Stafford is a seasoned pro. Yeah, he's had a really bum year, but he's a seasoned guy. And, and, and if you're telling a seasoned quarterback, we're going to make your job a lot easier by bringing in Antonio Brown, you're probably going to see a career year out of, out of Stafford too. Yeah, I think it rejuvenates Stafford at that point. And I think it, it would help him and in, in, in at that point develop the offense and get the offense to where it should be. I think they did an excellent job running the football this year. I think they did a terrible job passing the ball. And, you know, Stafford has died for a tight end and, and strived to try to get a good tight end. Stafford just doesn't throw well at tight ends, and I think they need to stop forcing that. I think they need to let him get back to his vertical attack. You bring in Antonio Brown, I think – you know, because Antonio Brown is like a wide receiver tight end. He runs tight end routes and creates space that way. So I think Detroit is an interesting fit for him and, and is a dark horse. A lot of people talk in the Jets. A lot of people talk in the Raiders. I think a dark horse team is the Detroit Lions here in, in this one. They, they need to get competitive in the north. Chicago's gotten better. Minnesota, is, you know, we don't know what's going on with Kirk Cousins, but we'll, we'll figure it out. I think I think he'll make the playoffs. I, I, I do think with that team, it, it depends. They have a lot of key free agents this year. Going to the next big receiver on the on the board, um, guy who had a thousand yard season, bounced back after after kind of a mediocre season with New England. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw Brandon Cooks. Um, he's a free agent. Does he stay? Does he go? Where does he go? What's your thoughts, Dave? I'm, I, I think the perfect situation for him would be back with the Rams. With that said, I think, I think, I think if he's willing uh, to, to just to go to a team that, that could, that could, uh, I don't know about surprise, but for some reason I, I could see him going, uh, and being a part of what, what the Jets, if they don't get Antonio Brown, would be trying to build with Sam Darnold. And um, that, I think that would be intriguing. If the Jets can – because they've got, they've got some talent at running back. You know, Elijah McGuire was, was coming up. He looks like he could do something. They, they, got, the, they got that other kid. I forgot his name, not Cole. But um, if, if – if, I, I, I just think his speed on anybody's team opens up a, a, a ton of more plays. And especially for the running back, it's just going to, it's going to take guys out on that side that he's on and it's just going to widen things up more. Um, he could be a great because he's got, he's also got some fantastic hands. Um, he, he could be, he could be a great piece for Sam Donald's growth and say, uh, and, and cooks cooks always seems to be a guy that's a team player. And, and if, if you're going to bring somebody in for Sam Donald, you definitely want, you know, a, a fourth, fifth year guy, you know, with, 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 with even more upside than he showed uh, with the Rams. He still has a hell of a bright future ahead of him, Brandon cooks. And I, I think, I think the jets would be a good, would, would more to help out the Jets. It would be a good fit for him. He could, I think he could still earn his money there, but I'm sure there's another place where he could do a lot better. 
I, I, I like the Jets picking for Cooks. Um, I, I also do like them staying in the Rams. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I'm going to say the Washington Redskins. If Alex Smith is healthy, they could have a dynamic with Cooks, very similar to what Alex Smith had with Tyreek Hill. And it, it all it was a gruesome injury for Smith. If he comes back, you know, good. I mean, let 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 let's call it what it is. The Redskins were first in the division until until Smith started getting hurt. Until Smith got hurt, so they did. They, they, they were the top dog in the division until Alex Smith got hurt. Injuries probably kept them away from the division. Alex Smith did a good job with, I mean, in my opinion, the most garbage receivers you can possibly imagine in all of football are on the Washington Redskins. Crowder is a shell of himself of what his breakout season was a couple years ago. Um, Josh Dotson never really panned out to be what he is. Jordan Reed is a great tight end, but can never stay fully healthy and have a fully healthy season and, and, and really prepare that way. They have, they have an over-the-hill tight end in Vernon Davis. They need help on the offensive side, and they need a playmaker. Adrian Peterson is not your answer. You got Darius Geis coming back from an ACL injury. You need a receiver that's going to spread the field. And Brandon Cooks on the Washington Redskins with Alex Smith as the QB, if he's healthy, is a dynamic that I would look out for because I think – that might be something that the Redskins could be able to, to to finally get an offense going that they've been hoping for with RG3, that they were hoping for with Cousins, that they're still hoping for now. And I don't think the problem is the quarterback selection. I think the problem is, is your receivers just aren't cutting it. I, I like it. I like it. I like uh, I like everything you said about Washington. Um, although I'm a Giants fan, I, would be, I really wouldn't want to deal with Bernie Cooks in the division. But Yes, um, with Darius guys coming back, and granted, he is 110% healthy, ready to go, be the running back that he can be. Um, man, you could you could be looking at a at a potentially consistent offense if Brandon Cooks were to go there and Alex Smith is healthy. But with that said, if how if Alex Smith doesn't make it back and they have their quarterback issues, where else do you think if Washington's not the team because Alex Smith is still down? If if Alex Smith is still down and they're not playing, I look at a few different teams and and like I said, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate here and seeing. Um, I look at the Denver Broncos. Um, I look at a team like that that could you know Emmanuel Sanders is getting a little bit longer in the tooth, um, and this injury could really set him back. Um, they obviously don't have an answer at receiver. They, they, you know, they, they have Cortland Sutton, who Case Keenum just does not want to throw him the ball for some reason. Um, I, I also look at, um, and here's a real devil's advocate, like, oh, my God, like, do you really think this could be possible? This is a dream scenario for, for a Chiefs fan. If he goes to Kansas City and you put Cooks, Hill, and Kelsey out there, I mean, with Mahomes, you're talking big plays every game. Every game, you three or four big plays every game. That that may open the field to Mahomes, where he's throwing fifty yard passes anytime he wants. That'd be that'd be disgusting to watch. And if he went there, it, it would it would turn my stomach. I'd be glad that I'm not in the AFC West. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, the Raiders are, but. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Cooks, you know, Cooks could be ring chasing at this time of his career and saying, "Hey, you know, I want I want a ring in New England, but I, I want more. I, I'm, I'm I want more." So Kansas City, he might take a pay cut. Overall, I think he stays with the Rams. I think Cooper Cup is the odd man out in the in that in 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 that barrage of wide receivers. You can't pay them all. I think they. Um, I think Cooper Cup would be the one out because he can't stay healthy. But it's also Jared Goff had his best numbers with Cooper's in the offense. So it, it, it may be Brandon Cooks. They just can't pay him. Uh, it, this this would be like the NFL's version of a super, the, the first super team, I think, if you went there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I do. I do agree. Um, 
other receivers that have been talked about, but I don't really see anything happening with. I I know I know there's um there's been talks maybe um who is it now? There's been talks of maybe Julio Jones getting shipped out, Odell Beckham. There's nothing set in stone. You know, rumors flourish, so I don't really want to pay that as much. I know how upset Antonio Brown is. I know Brandon Cooks is going to be a free agent this year. I I, I mean it to me. I I look at I look at those three receivers and and, and those are going to be game changes on teams, um, and I I I I don't see a way that Antonio Brown is back in Pittsburgh, and so I look at it like thirty one NFL teams should all be in on him. I don't think. He won't go to New England. He hates it, it, it. His hatred for the Patriots is even worse than his hatred for the Steelers. So, I I I I would say at this point right now, you know, he's looking at it where it's like, I want to go to a team that's competitive, you know. And so we're gonna see with these receivers. I think Brandon Cooks to Washington makes a lot of sense. I think Antonio Brown to Detroit, to the Raiders, to the Jets, they all make sense. I think Brandon Cooks, you know, wherever he, you know, I, I, I like, I like the dynamic here of what we're going to see in free agency. Um, I thought to cut you off, but I heard, uh, I think I saw somewhere uh, along the line that Antonio Brown wanted the 49ers. The 49ers would be a good fit if, once again, Garoppolo being healthy. Um, that takes a lot of pressure off Goodwin. Uh, Kittle was amazing this year. Um, it, it's a great dynamic. The, 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 I think San Fran needs to evaluate their running game. I think that's what they need to do. I don't think Breed is the guy. I don't think Alfred Morris is the guy. And I don't think they have anybody on that team that's really worthy of being – they're number one. And I think they should take care of that in the draft. But if they don't, who would you say would be a perfect run, veteran running back to plug in in San Fran? <laughs> well, I mean, who's, that? It was, who's the one guy that could be available going around, Le'Veon Bell? Le- I, I, I'm with you on this. I think Le'Veon Bell is a great fit for San Fran. I... I think they're up. To, they know what they can get with that, and I think he's the stealer that that may end up in in, in San Fran. Uh, about that, I mean, it, look, uh, it, it's it, I'm not I'm not sure about um. Oh man, uh, uh, oh man, what's uh Pierre Garcon? He's probably done over there, so they could need um. They're probably going to need um. You know, other another wide out. Uh, on the uh, on the other end of Marquise Goodwin, but uh, look, the, the San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan, who's one of the brighter offensive minds in football. Um, it's, if you get if you have Breida, he could be like an Eckler third down guy for you. If you were to bring in Bell, I mean, you, you're talking about uh, if Jimmy G and 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 he got hurt way before Alex Smith, so I do expect Jimmy G to be back. I expect Gucci to be back and ready to go for the season. And if he's ready to go. And handing off the ball to Le'Veon Bell, I mean, look, you, and 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 Kittle with, with a Kittle, Kittle was the best tight end in football with C.J. Beathard, and 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 I forgot the and I forget the kid's name, but but holy cow, man, is like Kittle is insane. I've never seen anybody produce the way he did at the tight end spot. It was almost like a like a Pat Mahomes type of season. From from George Kittle, and he had a tight end. So look, the, the weapons are there. Kyle Shanahan's there. If you have a healthy Jimmy G, and 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 I'm not look. What if Brandon Cooks went to San Francisco, and they pick up Le'Veon Bell? That's another team that nobody's really told. They have a lot of money under the cap. Um, Le'Veon Bell has been rumored to San Fran. The big name that's been rumored to San Francisco is Mark Ingram. I've heard a lot of rumors about, you know, him getting put in, in in San Fran and either way, I don't think it's a bad move. 
that way, I mean, with Ingram, you have the breeder dynamic on the passing game. You got Mark Ingram who can, you know, it, it's not, it's very similar to the Kamara dynamic he had in New Orleans. Um, Le'Veon Bell would be your bell cow at that point. And, you know, um, there is, there, there's three names, I would say, if there's th- three running backs in, in the veteran column that San Fran should look at, and they should go in this order. It should be Le'Veon Bell, Mark Ingram, Latavius Murray. And, and with that being said, those, in my opinion, are the three biggest names at running back. Like Latavius Murray, in my opinion, had kind of a breakout year this year. He did really well running in Minnesota. They have their guy in Dalvin Cook. They don't need him. They're not going to re-sign him. They have a lot of other people like Anthony Barr they need to get under contract. Um he might fit in San Fran as well, playing alongside a Breeder. If you if you're set on keeping Breeder, who the kid is very durable, he gets hurt every game but still plays every game. There's it, 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 something that has to go about saying that. So, in my opinion, maybe maybe someone like Latavius Murray you bring in there. You know, McKinnon didn't work out. As much as they, you know, as much as he just didn't pan out the way you wanted him to pan out. He got injured. You thought he was going to be something good. But, again, you have to look at you have to look at Garoppolo. Um, another, another young running back I like is TJ Yeldon. He's another one I think did really well um, replacing Leonard Fournette this year and I think deserves a chance to be a starter. I like Yeldon for the Raiders. Um, I also like, I also like Yeldon in a couple of places. Like, let's talk about some of these free agent running backs and where you think they'll, they'll, they'll end up. Let's, let's start with, um, let's go with Spencer Ware in Kansas city. Where do you, where do you like Spencer Ware to go after the shit? Spencer Ware is he's I, look, I, not at the top of my head, but I see Spencer Ware being a backup, um, like a solid backup to a runner that you're either bringing along or, or you just don't want to have that type of workload. Um, wow. Spencer Ware. Um, yeah, I, I look, if he's going to have a starting job or be able to compete for a starting job, then again, the Jets, I think, we could, are, 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 they keep coming up in my head. Um, any, any, anybody that is a team player that can bring and that can help, uh, speed up the growth and maturation of Sam Donald is where I think guys know that they can get playing time, uh, and, 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 and be an important piece to a team that's trying to get better and has the quarterback to do it. Um, I, if Spencer Ware wants to be a starter, I think he could possibly compete for a job with the Jets. I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little differently here. I like the Jets for Spencer Ware, but I like New Orleans. Them losing Mark Ingram, they're not gonna be able to afford to pay him. They need a cheap Mark Ingram replacement. Spencer Ware kind of fits that bill. Um, it's gonna be Kamara's team, but you could feed off it's you know Spencer Ware could feed off of Kamara, kind of you know kind of be the change of pace back. Um, you know, be the power runner for that team. I I see Spencer Ware like, you know, going to a playoff team and contributing, but not as a starter as well. I I like I like the idea of him going to New Orleans. Yeah, it sounds that sounds a lot. It sounds like he'd have a lot more fun playing there than the Jets too. Uh, yeah, I probably will. Um, another name that that is a free agent this year is Tevin Coleman. I like him, and I'll start with this one. He's the guy I like for the Jets. I like Tevin Coleman going going to the Jets. Um, I'm not as high as on Elijah McGuire or or, or Cannon or Blau Powell, uh, Powell, who is a free agent. I mean, you're kind of stuck with Kroll, but Coleman could bring that Duke Johnson dynamic with Kroll. He catch it out the backfield. He proved he could run this year. With Devonta Freeman getting hurt, he proved that he could be a lead back and, and, and take the role. But I like Tevin Coleman to the Jets. I think that 
that kid it would help Sam Donald probably more than a lot of these backs that are going to be mentioned. You know, you get, I think you think he got me to change my uh, my Spencer Ware to the Jets. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Tevin, Tevin, Tevin Coleman seems like a perfect fit for the Jets. Um, and and if and if you wanted um to you, you wanted him to go anywhere else, um, I'm not I'm not sure. Well, how, how about him to the Colts? Spencer Ware to the Colts would be good if they decide. Oh no, that- Tevin Coleman to the Colts. Tevin Coleman would be a good dynamic with Marlon Mack. I like that. Um, I think now I think Naheem Hines. He's not. He's good and he'll he'll, he'll float around, but I don't think he's there yet. But I like that dynamic with the Colts. Um, you know, I, I, I say I say the Jets, uh, uh, the Colts is a good playing devil's advocate. Um, let's see who we got here. Let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about. You see, well, I, I'm kind of going through some of these names here and where they end up. You know, let, let let's let's talk market. And let's think of a few teams here. Mocking room, I think Tampa Bay is another team that might buy in on Mark Ingram. You look at them, they they, they were the worst team. Poss- the worst team. The worst team running the football at. Anything helps. Latavius Murray to the – anything. Spencer Ware to the Bucks is going to help. You have – if you're the Bucks, you have – listen, Jameis Winston's your quarterback. You can love it. You can hate it. He's your quarterback. What Jameis Winston needs is a running game. And you need to you need to go out and you need to draft one and you need to go in free agency. You need to buy – Ronald Jones is not the answer. And you need to go earlier than that to get a good running back. They they took yeah, Ronald Jones so. in what the third. I think you go earlier than that. I think you you look at it as this is 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 the Bucks. You look at the running backs that are going to be out there. Jay is injury prone. Stay away. All <laughs> NFL teams should stay away. C.J. Anderson's intriguing because he he has been running very impressively in the mm-hmm. Rams organization. Yeah, you give you give you give C.J. Anderson a, a stable organization, and he produces for you. But I'll give you a trade in this scenario for the Bucks, and you tell me if this makes sense to you. The Bucks give up a third. In a six-round pick to the to the Buffalo Bills, and they acquire Shady McCoy. <laughs> is, is is McCoy still under contract? McCoy is still under contract. I think this would be next year would be the last Holy year. Cow, of his you, contract. Don't, you don't think the Bills would just so, be looking forward to just get rid of him if they could? Like they 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 looking to trade him, shouldn't they? It could be. I think they should be looking to dump him off, and I think the Bucks is a good fit there. You know, the Bucks need to re-sign Deshaun Jackson. He's a free agent. He's another one that, you know, it, but you, you bring Deshaun – it'll be easier to bring Deshaun back. You bring his friend Shady to, to the Bucks, and that's going to help. That's going to rejuvenate Shady McCoy's career, and that's going to help you know, progress Jameis Winston. McCoy's actually not a bad. He's look. I don't like you said. I don't think anybody would be a bad fit in their running game if they're better than what they had in Peyton Barber and Jacquez Rogers. I mean, like, <laughs> give me says so uh, McCoy would would be an intriguing move there because of his skill asset. Is, you know, is, is all the stuff that he could do. Jameis Winston would definitely be able to. He he'd be the best running back Jameis has ever had so far in his pro career. And like you said, the rejuvenation. If you can get some, if you can get some juice, 
back into Shady's legs. Half the time, he wasn't part of the offense. If it was a running, if he had running plays, yes, he's part of the offense, but you saw his ball carries go down considerably. Bad quarterback play, rookie quarterback play attributed to that. And yeah, you, you could see if, if he was to get the ball again, 15 to 18 times, six targets, and you just kind of work towards him again, you could definitely get a solid year out of him. I think he's got at least two more really, really like heavy load years in those legs. Yeah, I, I, I agree um, wholeheartedly on that. Um, to switch this up, before we close this podcast out, let's talk a little bit about free agent tight ends. There's not many good ones that are coming out um, in free agency. Um, so let, let, we'll, we'll talk about a couple of these here. Let's start off with the big dog in the, in the tight end category, and that's Jared Cook with Oakland. Dave, I got my thoughts on this, but let's let's see where your head's at. Where, where do you think Jared Cook ends up next year? <laughs> Jared Cook, he's the he's the, he's the best available. <laughs> he, in my opinion, yes, Jared Cook is the best. Oh man, Jared <laughs> Cook. You know. Um... I think we lost Dave to technical difficulties. We will follow up with this podcast um, a little more. Um, I'll give you my insights on Jared Cook. I feel like Jared Cook is going to the New England Patriots. Oh, Dave, yeah, you back? Sorry about that for a second. I was it. I was getting another call. I think it. I think it stopped the cast for a second. <laughs> All right. So yeah, let's go. Let's go back to your. So, yeah, where, do you, where do you think Jared um, Cook ends up? Wow, you know I'm not, I'm not a, you know who could use? I can, why not? I don't know why, why, why not Seattle? You know, Seattle be a good fit. I like, I like that. I like that dynamic of Seattle. Um, I, I think the the Patriots as, as a bridge because I think Rock is retiring this year. I think Jared Cook might be a nice bridge. Hey guys, Steve here from Snapbox Sports. Um, just coming out here to, uh, we had a trial run of our first segment um, with me and one of my co-hosts, Dave. We are not just a sports radio station. We are a fan's take perspective on all different outlets. Um, we're going to give you the best of what we, uh, to our knowledge on sports, uh, sports entertainment, video gaming, um, music, we are, are totally just going to be an open forum here, um, what we would like for everybody to do is just, uh, you know, follow our podcast, like it, uh, share as what you can, and, and we'll try to give you the best, uh, segments, we're gonna be going at least two, three times a week, so, uh, Steve here at Snapbox Sports, signing off, saying, uh, thank you guys for listening.